uh, Kevin Hart token can trade for, LeBron James token can trade for, Serena Williams token. And because we're all our own business, each token will have its own um, perks attached to it. Welcome to Consensus Distributed from Coindesk, where you'll find live recorded talks and discussions from Coindesk events and more. Today's talk was recorded live at Coindesk Distributed on May 11th, 2020. This episode is sponsored by ErisX, the Stellar Development Foundation, and Grayscale Digital Large Cap Fund. In this session, NBA player Spencer Dinwiddie speaks about mass adoption with Coindesk's Zach Seward and Lee Quinn. Hey there, welcome back to Consensus Distributed. So we have heard about Bitcoin in the context of e-commerce. We have heard about it in the context of the Middle East. Now let's turn to entertainment and specifically the world of sports. Joining us now is Brooklyn Nets guard Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer made news late last year with plans to raise $13 million by tokenizing part of his three-year $34 million contract with the Nets. Spencer, thanks for being here. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, I'm actually in text right now sitting outside to excuse uh, the background, the lack of haircut, but I'm excited to be on the show with you guys. This is looking good. Is that a garage in the back there? Or what, are we, what are we looking at behind you? Yeah, a couple of the spaces that I usually take Zoom calls are a little occupied right now. So uh, I popped open a chair outside and, and now I'm here. Well, I appreciate you getting creative. Um, so before we get into the meat of it, I just wanted to ask you, like, what's the latest on your contract tokenization plan? Like, what's the latest status Give us a quick update for folks who may not know all the details. Well, it's actually ongoing. So, um, you know, we went through all the hardships dealing with, um, you know, the NBA and then also making it as uh, safe as possible in terms of dealing with regulatory bodies. And, you know, right now to, to go into deeper specifics, you'd have to talk to obviously Tritorion Capital. They're the broker dealer on, on this, uh, you know, offering. But, you know, it's ongoing and it's something I'm really excited about, actually. Spencer, why tokenize your earning potential? How does that give you more control than if you had just written a contract? Well, so it, it dives into a lot of things, right? Um, when you democratize ownership of, of a contract, for example, or cash flows, um, there, there's two ways that an entertainer really derives his value. You know, he, he maximizes talent, but also the fan engagement is another way that he really uh, boosts his profile and you know, it allows for other things such as endorsements. So, you know, involving fans is one thing. Obviously, access to upfront capital. We all talk about time value of money and especially the digital asset space in such a, you know, uh, in a market in such infancy stages. And, uh, you know, there's other things as well um, in terms of trading, you know, all, all, the, all these different things that we uh, view as like kind of phase two of the project. So you kind of alluded to the NBA initially really not feeling this plan. Uh, you know, yeah. you presented a, a new way, you know, to earn compensation that sort of the powers that be just weren't really into. Can you give us the full backstory on like the league trying to block this tokenization plan? Yeah. I mean, I think uh, when you're dealing with legacy systems, um, they covet control, uh, quite frankly, and anything that's kind of a break from the norm, they uh, struggle with. And, you know, at first, I don't think they really understood it. And then the more they started to understand it and realize, um, you know, it, it can be something that could possibly be beneficial. Um, they're kind of allowing me to do like this pilot in a sense. And so that's why, you know, some of the more fun things we wanted to do um, aren't included. But, you know, we were still able to move forward and, and kind of go forward with the league's blessing as well. 
And this started out with accredited uh, accredited investors, right? Mm -hmm. um, can you foresee a future in which there'd also be some form of utility token or is this primarily security? So uh, dealing with cash flows will almost always be securities, right? But, yes. you know, in, in this situation, there's many different regulations you can file under. You know, there's Reg CF, which is a crowdfunding regulation. If they boost that to $5 million, then, you know, a lot of uh, rookies and, and smaller contracts will be able to participate in that. And that's for everybody. Um, Reg A plus is the most commonly used um, kind of like every person's security regulation. Um, excuse the background noise. But uh, that's up to 75 million, which will pretty much handle almost any NBA contract once you uh, take out, you know, tax and other things. Uh, we chose Reg D, um, specifically 506C, because it does deal with the accredited investors. It's pretty much one of the more stringent, safest regulations. And we just wanted to be in a position of, kind of power, I guess, when uh, people start poking and prodding. We didn't want to, uh, you know, have any gaps or any holes. And, and by going with accredited investors first, it allows people to really focus on the meat of the offering and not worry about if, um, you know, there, there's a kid down the street that, you know, might get ripped off or, you know, yada, yada, big, bad basketball player type of thing. Um, you know, we really get to show what uh, the true essence of it is. Support for this podcast and this message come from Eris X. With ErisX, you can trade spot and regulated futures on cryptocurrencies through a licensed U.S.-based exchange. ErisX believes in fair access for all. Sign up today to take advantage of zero fees and learn more at erisx.com consensus. This episode is also sponsored by the Stellar Foundation. The Stellar Network connects your business to the global financial infrastructure. Whether you're looking to power a payment application or issue digital assets like stablecoins or digital dollars, Stellar is easy to learn and fast to implement. Start your journey today at stellar.org coindesk. Our final sponsor is Grayscale Digital Large Cap Fund. In times like these, diversification is key. Consider Grayscale Digital Large Cap Fund, ticker symbol GDLC. It's the only publicly traded investment product that offers diversified exposure to large cap digital currencies, all from your brokerage account. For more information, visit grayscale.co slash coindesk. That's G-R-A-Y scale dot C-O slash coindesk. Hey, Spencer, um, you know, I think in normal times, you know, you'd be in the locker room. I guess the playoffs will be going on right now. Maybe you would have uh, more of an opportunity to evangelize this concept. Yeah. But, you know, even with cr the current situation, uh, you know, has this captivated the attention of some of your teammates? You know, are we going to see other folks like, I don't know, KD or Kyrie, like take this on at some point soon? Yeah, I mean, obviously I can't speak for anybody specifically, um, especially on my teammates. Uh, don't want them to kill me when I get in the locker room, but yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of people uh, contact me, um, text me, call me about the concept. I think, if anything, um, what COVID kind of does is, is gaslight in a sense. You know, uh, especially on the players' end, you kind of see uh, people saying, like, hey, are, are there different ways to monetize? Are there, you know, more exotic ways to maximize my earning potential, especially while I'm sitting at home? You know, the entrepreneur, entrepreneur mind of a lot of these guys um, is really starting to flourish uh, due to the crisis. And then, you know, when you look at the fans, uh, people that got killed in – different markets are, are looking for safe place to go. And, and this is one of the safer um, offerings that you could uh, possibly have at the moment. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming and sharing that with us today. Before we go, Spencer, I did want to ask, you know, like, you know, clearly you, we're talking about sports here, but I think, you know, you're wise to see this in the context of entertainment more broadly. Like what are some of the avenues that you think a plan like this could work in? And like, are you entertaining those conversations in different industries where this would make sense? Oh, 1000%. So, 
you know, the whole premise behind this is anybody with, uh, you know, semi-public to public cash flows and a fan base could participate. Um, and, and like I kind of alluded to phase two and, and trading and, and almost a real fantasy sports in a sense, or, you know, really real entertainment trading. Uh, you know, I envision a world where a Kevin Hart can trade, a Kevin Hart token can trade for a LeBron James token, can trade for a Serena Williams token. And because we're all our own business, each token will have its own um, perks attached to it. You know, there might be a 5% dividend. There might be a future value where it could have a truly uh, asymmetrical yield curve. There could be utility value. Maybe LeBron James offering a exclusive camp only for his token holders. Um, you know, a chance to go to Wimbledon with, uh, you know, Serena there. There's all types of things that you can include because we're all our own business and, and everything can be extremely individual. Talk to me about your personal journey with cryptocurrency, like how you got to the start of the rabbit hole all the way down to yeah. Wimbledon with Serena. Like, give, me, <laughs> give me a quick, give me a quick background on how this uh, captivated your own imagination. Um, very quickly. I mean, when I got into the NBA in 2014, one of my friends in finance told me to, uh, you know, start looking at Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Um, I was, I was definitely too scared. I, just, you know, God's NBA, I wasn't going to be one of those horror stories that, that blew all his money and all that stuff. And so, you know, I was kind of ignorant to what it could be. Um, fast forward to 2017, I actually got a little bit more solidified in the league, had the very same conversation. He showed me kind of the price difference, things like that. And so obviously I was, you know, curious and, and put in small amounts of money. Um, I was fortunate enough to uh, ride the 2017 wave and also obviously to experience the, the crash in 2018. Um, and that pretty much just led to an education process, wanted to understand the market, want to understand blockchain specifically uh, beyond obviously Bitcoin, um, kind of the difference of, you know, a potential new monetary policy in Bitcoin and, and what kind of blockchain technology can also mean for liquidity and transparency in other industries. And, you know, now we're here and, you know, I've been kind of an evangelist for, for both uh, sides of the tree uh, ever since. All right. That's awesome. Spencer, uh, your Twitter bio says just a tech guy with a jumper. I am inclined to believe it from here out. Thank you so much for joining us today. Definitely. I really appreciate you. You've been listening to Crypto Talks from Coindesk. For new short daily episodes, you can subscribe with Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. This session featured Spencer Dinwiddie, Zach Seward, and Lee Quinn. It was recorded live during Consensus Distributed 2020.